Puts the lines in, feeds it back across. Chuck in, scores! Predicting Chuck makes it 2 nothing. Jake Sanderson with his first NHL goal. Paul Giroux in the Thank you. I have hit the record button. I've got my notes up here on Oscar Peterson. The penis? As opposed to, there's another one? Yes, the draft, or the prospect for senators. Oh. Oh, yeah. You'll have to catch me up on that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, some guys never read the team notes. Okay, so good. But the (laughs) the bloggers are excited about him, though. No, bloggers are excited that's all. Oh. I like this question. <sighs> what would be your lowest price? It's like, well, it depends on how quick you can come get it. <laughs> <laughs> come over now. I'll be there in an hour. What? <laughs> yeah, you wait there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, OBO, o- not OWO. <laughs> S- selling my uh, old dining room table. Is the new one's coming tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's just like, I don't need any money for it. Like, just price just to go, right? Um, but sometimes pricing things for free is even worse. But Remember when you told me that you're done spending and then you bought a dining room table? Well, this was last year. It's just finally getting delivered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we ordered this in the fall. <laughs> Jesus. It takes a while for the sweatshop to, to build to it. Yeah. It does. <laughs> the tree had to grow. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't quite big enough, yeah. <sighs> We wanted it for Christmas. Yeah. Both of us are just like. I am tired, but I'll do the best I can. <sighs> All right. From a studio that used to have a number, if you remember correctly, and is located north of Oxford Station, Ontario. Welcome to Season 12, Episode 13 of the Sense Collapse for Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. I'm Cardinal. Panic and here as well. In our last episode, I asked if the Jacques Martin influence was starting to show on, on this team of ours. They are 4-1, and one, if I recall correctly, since Shane Pinto came back into the lineup, so that could be helping. Uh, but improved play overall seems to be at least part of the story. Boys, if we don't get more snow... I'll be the happiest. I'll be happy. There'll be no maple syrup season. That's so funny. no treats for you. They're synthetic. Yeah, that's corn syrup. Mm. There's Aunt Jemima. That's corn no, syrup. No, there isn't. <laughs> oh, it's been renamed? Oh, yeah, that was canceled. Oh, yeah, that's just corn syrup. So, yeah. We need snow. We need more snow. You know, there's a large following in the U.S. who believe that maple syrup is that table syrup stuff. Unfortunately, yeah. Well, yeah. they 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 figure the table syrup. Yeah, they, they don't actually know what maple syrup really tastes like. Right. There are Canadians in this boat too, but I don't right. think quite as many. 
because there's a fairly sizable industry up here. There is a very sizable maple syrup industry in Vermont. Yes. Um, but, yeah. So, I was actually talking about it this past weekend, because um, I was up at the cottage, and we were trying to snowmobile, because it was free use of the trails weekend. Yeah, the but trails. You can't, you can't use them. Well, we did take the sleds up to the lake where we fish in the summertime. Just to... <laughs> They're mutters now. <laughs> no, no. We are, well, the, the great thing is that a lot of that is a trail that's not groomed. It's literally just a track through the forest that we put our snowmobiles on. It's a road in the summertime, but it's a track. Um, but it's not a groomed trail the way the rest of the trails are. And the groomed trails were the ones that were really getting chewed up because uh, Saturday morning, I believe there were 12 pickup trucks with trailers parked on the road in front of the um, the cottage <laughs> because the snowmobile trail starts 100 meters past the driveway. So everybody parks there and gets on their sleds and off they go for the day. And I was looking at the trail and I'm like, I'm not putting my sled on that. So we just hopped on the river and went up the river. It was um, <laughs> sketchy. Let's just say that. It was sketchy. I'm completely happy with this weather. I I just got back from a week in Punakana, so it was nice to not come back to the usual yeah. minus 30 plus wind chill that we get this time of year. I don't need the cold, but we need snow. Because if not, you think the we forest... We don't really, though. Really? Don't Did you like the forest fires last summer? Yep. Yeah, I kind of did. Great. Okay. It was a nice, everything had a nice hickory scent to everything. Well, there'll be a... Crap ton more Jesus, of that. Jesus, was that last summer? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was ruined the summer. This too. year. Yeah. 2023 was short and long at the same time. At the same time. I totally forgot that was last summer. Yeah. So we'll have more of that if we don't get more snow because the ground will be tinder dry. There'll be no maple syrup season because there's no water for the trees to pick up and the farmer's fields yeah, will I, be in disaster. We're probably going to get a lot of rain, though. I'm thinking we're going to get a lot of rain if it's so... Because we just haven't had the, like, it's not... Well, sucky summer, rains. sucky winter. That's and it. And then we'll go to a good summer, good winter. That's it. Just back But a good summer doesn't season. have a lot of rain. A good summer does not have a lot does of rain. Does not have Exactly. A, yeah, I don't... Yeah, the, he said sucky summer. No, he said sucky summer because I'm winter. So last summer and this winter. Right. Last summer wasn't great. So that means a good summer. This means no rain. Hours. Yeah. That'd be Is okay. that a Calgary that? where it smelled like smoke? No, thank you. Anyway, I'm on vacation in a week's time. I want Oh, snow. nice. Yeah. <sighs> Because I'll be up at the cottage and I really want snow because I'd like to go. How much longer to... do we have? Three weeks? It's going to snow as much as this is a tease. We I mean. really need it, but yeah. Really hope so. Yeah. Three anyway. Weeks, 27. Well, you just got back from Punta Cana. I'm going on vacation. Well, you got to go back to Vegas soon too, don't you? Well, yeah, in a couple of weeks for work. Yeah. Then we're off to uh, California. Yep. Then I go to Vegas. For, I come back for four days and I leave again. Yeah. Vegas. Not with him though. Oh. Well, yeah. See, I don't know what you do for six months or you go back to Disney. I'm really, I, I have to admit, I've, with all the talk of what's been going, like the Formula One race in Vegas and now the Super Bowls in Vegas, yep. I'm really tired of hearing about Vegas. And I'm, Well, you're in the wrong company, buddy. I know. <laughs> I know. But I've actually been really disappointed. This is not a hockey-related take, but all the talk about the Super Bowl up to now has been about the entertainment spectacle. Well, listen, they're not talking Taylor about the football Swift game. Is just has been... it been? Oh, okay. Yeah, they're not talking about Taylor's... the football game. No. They're not and, talking, and not about, talking the actual... about the halftime show either, right? No, they're I not. I don't even know who the halftime is. Usher. Uh, sure. That's pretty yeah, I... friggin' big. Actually, yeah. you know, but for me, Taylor that... Swift is Taylor Swift, and that's just what's going to The halftime show for me will be change the channel. <laughs> I'm not interested. No, no that, that halftime show always takes off half the crowd anyway. Yeah. No matter who it is. No, but I, there, there's has, all the talk on, on the radio and everywhere else has been about the entertainment spectacle of being in Vegas. They're not talking X's and O's about the actual game. That's Super yeah, I don't Bowl think, for you. Yeah. No, yeah, by now they should be. Now it's more, but you got, because you got the Vegas. Vegas 
And you got the Taylor Swift impact, which is significant. Because also now you're going to try to, if if you're the NFL, if you're smart, like the NHL, the Ryan Reynolds, just fucking roll out the red carpet, you dumb dums. <coughs> but now you have this opportunity of at least exposing the NFL, taking advantage of the fact that Taylor Swift is there. So now they're yeah. moving ah, pop culture. Well, yeah, you should. And I don't blame them for that at all. There was a report. I don't know if it was on. Like Blue, imagine Bloomberg if she was, was dating also... a baseball player. Give it two years. Yeah. Imagine when she's dating a baseball player. <laughs> people might care about baseball again. No, they won't because they won't care. But there's been a, a significant uptick in advertising purchasing by non-traditional marketing companies. Yep, like cosmetics. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you get a pop How culture star grow? a part of your brand. Yep, that's what would have happened to Ryan Reynolds this year. Mm-hmm. But no, we didn't want that. Yeah, let's get Gary's friend. Who's already in the league? Let's get a person who knows something about hockey rather than a real estate developer. How's that working out? <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> better than it would have been otherwise. Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> you got some big news here we need to talk about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, a sad note, actually, to start off. Um, the birthplace of this podcast, quite literally. Yep. Um, we got together about, well, let's see, we're in season 12, so we got 13 together years 13 ago? years ago. Um, we didn't really know each other. No, we did not. Um, we had you all and been, I sat together on? We knew you of each other. You, you and, and I, I sat been, underground. You and I had been on an episode together. We had all been on the underground separately. Yeah. Um, and I had met you somewhere else, I think. Probably at, at a one of, the, one of the get-togethers. Yeah. Um, and we got together to talk about, because... The lads from Sens Underground wanted somebody to continue this, and we got together and said, well, we've been on it. We've got at least a little bit of a baptism of fire about what it's supposed to be like. Do you want to give it a try? And we talked. Apparently, I talked a lot during that meeting. It looks like the lights are still on. <laughs> um, and this, this, particular, this particular meeting where we talked about actually doing this took place in um, – a pub down in the Glebe, which unfortunately Smash that has button. closed. Smash that <laughs> the original location of the clock tower in the Glebe yeah. um, has shuttered itself. And so, pour one out for the no, other. Oh, not! <laughs> <laughs> Don't pour it out. Shake it up. <laughs> Just rainbow it. <laughs> Everybody out. There we go. I guess so, so it's very, very sad news that the clock tower in the Glebe has closed because that's where. Uh, staple this, for Carlton students. Staple for this guy. Yeah. For twenty uh, some odd years, it opened in '96, and I think I've been going there since then, because I live like a kilometer and a half away, yep. or two kilometers away. Um, so it's they used note. to brew there too, right? That was their brew. That That's what I'm wondering. What they're going they to must, do? Well, they have got so many more now. They, they have, must have gone to they, a different location. Or they would have to. You'd have to. Or they're just, everything. They're close. farming it out to one of the other microbreweries in the uh, city because there's uh, quite a number of them. That'd be unfortunate. Well, no. Well, I mean, a, here's the recipe. Just make this for me. It'll yeah. be exactly the same because they still have three other locations that are open. Um, and it surprised me because that location did so well for so long. However, uh. Another brew pub opened down the street six months ago, a brand new oh, one. Really? Which yeah. one's that? Where the LCBO used to be, LCBO used to be a Clemo, and it was a Boston that's, Pizza for a while. Yeah, that's still a ways down. No, it's it's about two hundred and fifty meters down the Is street. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it opened about six months ago. I drive by on a semi regular basis, and there doesn't seem to be that many people inside. But that may have just been the the tipping point of of the clock towers 
demise. Mm. It's sad for me also because it is the first place and I first place I ever saw high definition television. Yep. Ooh. Ever. Was not a Leaf playoff game. <laughs> nope. No, it was. <laughs> Good. No, it was actually, uh, it was the NFL because uh, my fantasy football league uh, used to meet on Monday nights in the room downstairs and they put in high def televisions downstairs and it was like, I, it was the first time I ever saw it. And I was amazed that you could see individual blades of grass on television because it was just so new. Nobody had one of these things in their house. And I was just wide eyed in wonder. So you want to hear something funny, and I did this to my son. So my son now is old enough. He's he's eighteen. He has his own car now. To put it in perspective. Oh my god! And yeah. when I think of the little two. boy, that- <laughs> well, hang on. So this is season two, episode one. Uh, hang on. That's not our show. That's Red Light Kings, yeah. That wasn't the right one. Let's Uh-oh. do episode one of season two. Uh oh. And just listen to this intro. My son does a little cameo in it. I guess I have to download this over the Wi-Fi, so it's taking a split second here. Get off the- <laughs> it's free, folks. Just give us a second. We're getting we're getting to the punchline. I promise. We're getting to the punchline. It's a good punchline. <laughs> uh, well, of course, under pressure, I can't perform, right? <laughs> anyway, so I, I that's pulled, okay. It's fine. It's I, okay. I pulled this up and I played it for him. And just listen to this. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what happens you don't well, <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> we'll circle back to it. I'll give it a few okay. minutes to buffer. That's or fine. <laughs> Funny. Pan doesn't pay for very <laughs> good Wi Fi, I guess. Yeah, well, it could be worse. You can go in and block your device now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go off the Wi Fi. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you want the Wi Fi? <laughs> How many gigs do you use? I certainly don't use <laughs> like, all No, 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 not now. <laughs> I certainly don't use Kidding me on the 7th of the month? Might have it now. Oh, no. Oh, You keep turning your phone. Is it because you keep turning the... the... Is it turning off when I bring it up to my ear? Is that what's going on? I, I'm when, trying you to bring the, it... when you turn the screen sideways, I think that might be part of the issue. In the meantime, I'll Computer do some housekeeping. You housekeep. engineer. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, this is this this is turning out well so far. Uh, email us at podcast at sensecollapse We have one email to read tonight in our what grinds our gears section. The forums are at sensecollapse You can still play bingo there. It's made some bad games good and some good games even better. And the waiver wire sponsored by Nettophone Canada is one eight four four S C U S E N S. I got it. Okay. His voice is deeper than Canucks. Yep. And like by a lot. <laughs> like by a lot. Okay. He's so tall. <laughs> like he's, he's taller than me. So tall. Yeah. What's wrong with being tall? No, like he's taller oh. than Canucks. He's taller than me now. Yeah. Yeah. A lot more hair too. Definitely that. Did he did he cut that down the hippie yet? He did. Oh he did. Good. He did. Easy now. Unmarketable. Um <laughs> Right, here we go. Game on! You almost missed that one, too. <laughs> it's a Wi-Fi! 
Okay, that was really loud. Was Are we standing at the level loud. crossing on that one? <laughs> that was extremely loud. It was kind of like reverse karma <laughs> that is loud. Okay. The listeners aren't going to get that, by the way, because it kind of levels everything out oh. when I produce it. But well, okay. most things. Just, just most so things. you know, that was really loud was for really us. If anything, would get quiet. Hot in the cans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, I don't oh, remember yeah. any of these games because it was so long ago. Go ahead. No, I'm talking about the beers. Oh, as you take a sip. I was thirsty. Yeah, tonight's uh, episode is being moisturized <laughs> 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 by Mill Street Organic Lager. It's a decent bite. Sends at Habs 4 1 win. Don't really remember. Didn't we were talking about this already? Prince, I don't know. Who knows? It's free. Greek from Rance from Norris. Sanderson from Zubin Sutsla. Pinto from Giroux. It's for the same season. Kovacic from. We might have, because I remember mispronouncing that name. Caulfield and Suzuki. I think we did. Joseph unsecure, unsecured. <laughs> Unassisted. Good try. Oh, Lord. It's been a long one. Shots 24 to 25, face-offs of 48%, power play was 0 for 5, penalty kill 5 for 5. This is a game that I learned of the penalty, that you cannot flip a stick to a teammate. Yes, the stick flipping incident. Yep, this was two games in a row that I learned a new rule. The first one, or the one before that, was the continuous motion. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I triggered him again. (laughs) And then this... This one, which I'm like, this is a really cool move, penalty. Oh, damn. Uh, Honestly, everybody should start firing the puck at the net after the whistle anyway, and like just purposely yeah. long after. Well, no, oh, yeah, nothing interfered with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Corpusello, 24 for 25. Good game. Well, they won. <laughs> Bruins at Sense, 3-2 overtime loss. Now Bruins, top, one of the top teams. <laughs> Actually, it was they a good played, game. They played really well. It was, it was a good, good game. game. Mm-hmm. Pasternak from McAvoy and Coyle. Frederick from Zaka and Pasternak. Shabbat from Batherson. I think Shabbat's second goal. Trade chicken, though. Uh, from Batherson and Stutzla. Tarasenko from Shabbat and Norris. Marshan from Coyle. Corpusalo was 18 for 20. Shots, 37-23. Face-offs, 50.9%. Power play was 2 for 6, but penalty kill was 0 for 1. Mm-hmm. Next, I was going to say Reagan at Sens. That's not right. Rangers at Sens. 7-2 loss. If this was a game to miss. This was was not a good game. This was bad. It was was a good first period. Real good first period. Brady from Giroud. Chikrin from Batherson and Shabbat. Lafreniere finally shows up to the league. Uh, From Panarin and Fox. Pardon me as I flip the page. Crater from Zbanejad, Jones from Panarin and Trocek, Brodzinski from Jones and Kukoy, Kriel, 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 Wheeler from Kriel? <laughs> He's a spooner, is he? Okay. <laughs> Wheeler from Zbanejad and Kreider, Panarin from Lafreniere, Kako from Brodziak and Gufsison, shots 31 to 29, face-offs 46.6%. Power play one for one, penalty kill was perfect, so at least there's a positive. Against, I think uh, Rangers are the best in the league on the power play, yes. I believe. Corpus Hollo, 13 for 17, led in four goals on four shots. Uh, <sighs> I think it was four, actually four on six. Oh, I, I corrected that it was later. Four straight. It was, uh, it was four straight. It felt like it. I, I corrected it later. I said it was four on four, but it actually ended up being Isn't four it? on six. Yeah. yeah. It was bad anyways. Sogard was nine for 11 coming in. 
Just burn the tape on that one, boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, don't learn from your mistakes. Just ignore it. Yes. The DJ Smith story. What? Me fired? <laughs> Preds that sends 4-3 win. This was... It was a story. This was a game. So, yeah, you can't you, you can't trust Corpus Arlo because he let in four easy goals. So let's go over to Sogard. Oh, no. First period. McCarron from Yossi and uh, Tomasino. Tomasino from Novak and Glass. Trinan from Fabro and Yossi. Going in going into the second. It's like, yeah, like Jacques Martin's not keeping this goalie in. You you just knew. And he was panicking in the net. Pan he wasn't even saying in the net. He was going out and stuff. Just lost. He was brain dead. Um then, so we changed the goalies up. Batherson from Kachuk, Stutzla from Joseph, Kachuk from Norse, Giroux from Stutzla, shots thirty-five to twenty-eight, face-offs fifty percent. Power play zero for three once more, but penalty kill perfect three for three. Sogard was eight for eleven, Corpusalo seventeen saves. Those are the games. And I have a comment on it's this been game. Eighty four years. Yep. I actually was watching this game, believe it or not. I managed to figure out a way to watch it from my my room down in Punakana. And it was a Sportsnet broadcast. In fact, it was the only NHL game that day. The only game in the league. So where that sense? So how much did they talk about uh, Matthews? Well, <laughs> you know what? A, the Sens were down to nothing and they looked awful after the first period. And you just commented about the goalie situation. A whole first intermission was talking about the how poor the Senators are and that kind of start. And, and that's just how it felt. It was just a beat down. And deservingly so. Like, they played like crap in the first. Tied up in the second period, I think, right? Uh, they turned, they, yeah, they tied it up in the second period. Guess what they did in the second intermission? Talk did they talk the about the Senators and how they turned around? No. They had a little competition of who could do the best sauce passage into this little mini net across the stage. That's what they did in the second intermission. When the, every, all eyes are on them. They're not even trying. Oh, we've got just, a couple more years on this contract. and They don't, well, they don't care about Ottawa. Let's have a little sauce up. Well, they care about it when they're losing. They love that. Oh, well, that, boy, they were salivating. That's what sells in Toronto. But when they turned it around and they were looking good. Oh, Let's have a little skills contest here, boys. Mm. So if you wonder why I don't like Sportsnet. <laughs> there are many reasons why I don't like they're Sportsnet. Just, they're just not good. No. They're not good. They're trying to make it's it about them. Boring. Yep, they're trying to make boring. their broadcast is the show, not the game. That's the problem. And it's and you not can a good show. You Well, they're trying. They're, what they're trying to do, I think is they're trying to do the four hours on a Sunday morning leading up to kickoff on or leading up to noon for an NFL game on a Sunday. From noon to one, it's serious football talk. But the first four hours, it's the morning zoo, it's the craziness, it's the I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. It's zaniness and entertainment. And they're trying to do that in an intermission. Yeah. Not in the four hours leading up to the game. They're trying to do that between periods. And it just doesn't work because okay. people who are watching a hockey game want to talk about the hockey game. Don't or want to yeah. listen to people doing that. Donators, we need new chairs. Please donate because these are just awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you bought them. <laughs> Four for a hundred. Like these, these should be great. They squeak. 
Like now it's not squeaking. Of course not. Cardinals is one. Cardinals is missing one of the bolts in his. He doesn't even know about it. I knew the well. The bolt fell out. I think last year. <laughs> I still sit on it because I like a little bit of danger. I sit on the chair, not the bolt. Again, we don't King Shane. Whatever works for you. Oh, so yeah, so that's uh, that's the games. It's it is what it is. Sportsnet's boring. And again, I think we talked about this, but when we're at the game, Canuck turns around, looks at, oh, it's Sportsnet game. It even ruins the in-rank experience somehow. Because TSN isn't behind you? I guess, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're accustomed to that because whether it's Although they're a lot, but yeah. you, don't, you don't really interact with them much. No, but you just expect the spectacle. I guess. It's not that much of a spectacle. I want to take my sign that says, hi, mom, and wave it <laughs> up. Oh, and get the producer all mad at you. God. <laughs> That was amazing. Perfect. Well, we do have other sons' news. Go we for it. We also have Bruce. Oh yeah, we should in- we should drop Bruce in here. That's right. We, Look we down have- below. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, interviewed Bruce here before we started our episode, so let's drop that in now. And once again, joining us from the Ottawa Sun and Post Media, Bruce Garriock. Bruce, how are you? I'm good, guys. How are you tonight? Oh, not bad, not bad. Can't complain. It's been 84 years since the last Sens game, but we're doing all right. <laughs> it only seems like an eternity. Yeah. So anyway. I know, yeah, I know that you were looking forward to going to the uh, All-Star game, but got sick, so couldn't go. So you've had quite the time off then. Yeah, no, I've I've had enough of a break now. I'm I'm ready to go to practice tomorrow. The um, but it's going to be a race to the finish line. Uh, Seventy, is it sixty? It's 35 games, I believe, in 66 days. Oh, jeez. So, wow. so that's once they uh, kick. So they're going to play an awful lot of hockey. They're going to play 14 games uh, before the March 8th trade deadline. Um, I'm not naive enough to think that they're going to get themselves back into the playoff race. I do think they'll be a seller at the deadline, but I, I, I just think that, uh, you know, uh, we're going to see – the, the next month here is certainly going to be interesting. And that was one of my questions I wanted to lead with you, Bruce. At the start of the season, everyone was kind of excited. New owner, new GM. Uh, there's excitement with that. And, of course, fast forward to now and the standings and the results. And it kind and of feels... And a first-round pick. And, if, and all that stuff. Yeah. It, it feels like the honeymoon's over. And with the trade deadline coming up, this is probably going to be one first big step, I guess, for Steve Steos. And, uh, you know, as a fan, I, I, I haven't noticed, he really hasn't done anything big with the roster other than send up, send down through the system. So what's kind of, uh, the, the kind of feeling out there, do you expecting him to make a big move at the trade deadline? Are they even out there? Or we, we need to be patient probably till the off season before we see his, fingerprint on this roster well i think it's going to be hard for them to make a hockey trade at this deadline and i know that that steve stales has talked a lot about getting a 200 foot player uh i know he's talked a lot about uh getting good pros and i know from speaking to other teams that he has called around the league to try to get those type of guys um you know i think there's been some interest that well, I know there is genuine interest in uh, in, in Chris Tanev, 
and, and I do believe that uh, you know if they brought Tanev here, they're prepared to put a uh, you know a an extension on the table for him. But I guess if you're Chris Tanev, do you want to give up the possibility of going to the Stanley Cup final? Uh, if you do that, then you better have a lot of belief that the Ottawa Senators are going to make the playoffs next year. Well, number one, guys, we don't know who the coach is going to be, yep. right? Um, we don't know if they are going to indeed make the playoffs next year. Uh, they were supposed to make the playoffs this year. Their goaltending doesn't lead you to believe that they are going to make the playoffs next year. Um, so, you know, so Tanev, well, he's probably enticed by the, by the, by the reality that he can, he can get an extension here. Guys, if he signs here, I think he gets a three year, or, or if he decides to come here, uh, then I think he gets a three year deal right away. Because I think he, um, yeah, he's 32 years old, I think, as a pending free agent. No, he's 34, year. isn't he? I think oh. he's four, 34. He's making four and a half million a year. Um, I think it's kind of... It, look, everybody you talk to about this guy says he's a tremendous pro. And, and, and so... But the reality is, I just wonder now if we're not getting to the point with Chris Tanev where if he hasn't come here now... He's probably not going to. Mm-hmm. And I do think a lot of people on the, and I'm not completely ruling it out. Look, I think it's, yeah, I think that, that the Senators have made uh, a very good offer to the Calgary Flames for, for Chris Danov or discussed the parameters of a very good offer. I'm not sure anything has been written in stone, but I think they've kind of set out where they're prepared to go. Um, I just think, you know, if he hasn't done it now, I'm starting to wonder if he's if he's going to do it. You know, we are tomorrow uh, on. I shouldn't say tomorrow. Uh, we we are on uh, a day away as we speak right now from exactly one month to the trade deadline, and on March eighth. So you know, um, he's kind of holding up the marker right now, and I kind of feel like once he goes, then some other guys will fall. Yeah, because with that. Um... Because the the way that I'm seeing this this whole Tanev thing, it's like so if he's a pending free agent, you're gonna have to overpay him on the contract. That's right. Yeah. And also, yeah. he's highly sought uh, highly sought after in the trade market. So yeah, you're gonna have like, to overpay in assets and overpay for a pending UFA. Look, take this for what it's worth. But I had someone tell me today. I, I I've reported that more than ten teams. There's more than 10 teams in on Chris Tanev. And I think when I say that, I think there's sent 10 serious teams. Mm-hmm. I was told by someone today that there are 20 teams, 20 to 25 teams have called the Calgary Flames about Chris Tanev. That tells me everybody who thinks they even have a sniff at the playoffs has contacted Greg mm-hmm. Conway, Conroy to ex- to it at the very least, express some interest in him. So, you know, he's got the opportunity here to write his own ticket. And who knows? He's got a 10-team no-trade clause. I don't know this, but is Ottawa on his no-trade list? It might be, right? Yeah. So, you know, he's going to have a say, guys, in where he goes. Yeah, absolutely. 
So with that and kind of following in regards to the trade deadline, obviously a big name that we got for free is uh, Vladimir, Vladimir Tarasenko. No, not your friend Dominic Kubelik. But where, where do you think that Tarasenko's value will be on the trade market now? Because he's looked a lot better since Jacques Martin's come in and that he's played with with NHL, with NHL centers. Let's be yeah, it's interesting, right? Like, you look at, at Vladimir Tarasenko, he's fit in just fine here. and But he's on his fourth agent in, uh, in um, three years. And I was told today that he's doing that because he wants to parlay his next move into a three-year deal, much the way we just talked about Chris Dana, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's going to happen or not, I don't know. I don't think – one of the things I think we learned about uh, Pierre Dorian during his tenure here, guys, was he was a big game hunter. He loved going after the big names. Matt Duchesne got him. That you know, um, uh, who else? Um, Debrinkat. Debrinkat, exactly. Chikrin. Chikrin. You know, and Stamkos. and I just think <laughs> when they signed Tarasenko, I'm just not sure that was their need, and, and I think. One of the things that Steve Sales, when he got in here, I don't think he likes the way this roster is construction constructed. I think when they had their scouting meetings a couple of weeks ago, one of the things they talked about was him putting his stamp on this team. I don't know that he can put his stamp on this team at this deadline, but I do think he can move out some assets and get some assets in return. And I think... One of the guys he can move out if they pick out a little bit of money is, is Vladimir Tarasenko. I think Tarasenko will try and parlay this into a three-year deal with somebody else, and that's why he hired Craig Oster today. I don't, I'm not sure that's going to happen, mm-hmm. but I think we're going to see guys like Dominic Kubalik. Uh, you know, uh, if if he's not traded, I would think he'll be waived before the deadline, yeah. uh, just to see if somebody will take him. Um, I know they have tried to trade him for months, and and initially there was some interest, but there hasn't been any interest lately. I think that they're willing to move Mark Kasselik. I think that the the Arizona Coyotes would have some interest there. Um, Leave them. I, I I think that they 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 wouldn't. Uh, I think at some point they're going to move on from Eric Brandstrom. Yeah. Either by not giving him a qualifying offer this summer or trading him, and, and I think I could see a scenario where he's traded. I, you know, look, Jacob Chicken's name is out there because teams have called about Jacob Chicken. There is no question in my mind, and 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 Steve Stales has listened on Jacob Chicken. That doesn't mean they're going to trade him at this deadline. Because I think that's more of a summer deal if if, the, if it is going to happen. But you know, I, I think you know, are we going to see a blockbuster with with Josh Norris at this deadline? I don't think so. But that may be something that happens in the summer. Um, you know, I think the the one thing we have to realize, guys, is this management group and this ownership group has no ties to any of these players. I think, with the exception of maybe a Brady Kachuk and 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 uh, you know um, Tim Stutzla and Jake Sanderson, I would say that and and um, that you can pretty much 
discuss anybody on this roster. Doesn't mean they'll trade them, but I think you could pretty much have discussions with about anybody else on this roster right now. Okay. Um, now I know one. one... I don't radio me and say, "Oh, Gary Ox says there's trading everybody but these three guys." Okay? <laughs> don't you dare tease this podcast that way. Yeah. All right. We're full of clickbait on the sense. Yeah. Call-ups. That's really our thing. It's like we haven't tweeted in months. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now. I know that one area of disappointment that you've had, you and I have argued about this all season, seems that you're somewhat right, even though I think it's more systemic, is the goaltending. Um, And you did mention that already. Now, when 100% of your goaltenders have been terrible, what's the solution? Well, um, I think he's been better of late. Now, that has gone hand in hand. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. It's, he's been better of late because it's gone hand-in-hand hand with the team playing better in front of him, right? It but was, I, no, it wasn't like that before. Like he No, I know, but, I, but I, think, I think there is some real... Like, I spoke to a team today and said, you know, they're going to have a... If they, if they don't fix that goaltending, they're going to have a hard time getting players to go there this summer because the players are going to be worried that they're not going to have goaltending. And... Their best case scenario right now is for Jonas Corposalo and Antoine Forsberg, who we expect back Saturday, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Um, for them to play well uh, down the stretch and, and find their games. But, you know, I, I was looking at the stats, I think it was yesterday. Corposalo has gone from being ranked, I think, 44th in the league in save percentage to 29th. Now, it doesn't take much for you to jump that, but he's gone from like a 858 save percentage to about 896 in his last six or seven games. So that's at least some sort of hope that maybe he's headed in the right direction. And and Forsberg is, is, is a bit of flip of the coin, but I know one thing about Anton Forsberg, and I know that 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 DJ Smith used to say this all the time. Nobody works harder. Nobody cares more. Um, he's a very good person. He, he, what he's been through in his career, he's the kind of guy you want to have success. Sure, and results in being nice is definitely what you're. No, 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 but you know what I'm. But you also know what I'm saying, like. Sure, you know you, you don't you, need an Ed Bell for or Tom Barrasso you, type. Yeah, no, but yeah, but you would hope that it, you know maybe coming back after a month that he's able to straighten himself out here and get going. Yeah, I'm wondering. He, has, he hasn't been very good either, and he's no, no. you know he'd be the first one to tell you that. Yeah, I'm wondering what if this is just impact on his knees, and that's just who he is now. Yeah. Um, going back to Calgary though, what are the chances that we can get Markstrom out of there? <laughs> I don't know. I I I I think you know they've got a guy in the first year of a twenty million dollar deal, and all I can say is you better not hope that that Arizona moves to Utah. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> because you have been bugging me that you were saying that's the perfect way out of that contract. Yep. So there you go through expansion. Okay. I don't know if I mentioned yep. that. I got it. Yeah. 
That's right away when that happened. It's like, yep. Uh, Bruce get- <laughs> Corpusello's there. Gone. Yeah, it's, it's, no, like it's it's yeah. a half a decade contract. So yeah, no, get? we've been sending each other Utah flags. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So outside of that, um, so the team's been playing a lot better, and this will be the last one for tonight, Bruce. The team's been playing a lot better. However, the power play with Alfie on as the leader of it, and, and I guess mastermind, has been very ineffective. What do you think they have to do there? I think they just have to shoot the puck more. Like, they've got all that talent, and everybody seems to want to pass the puck. I find it bizarre world, you guys. I can't believe with this talent they have that their power play is down at 11%. You know, I think one of the things I found interesting, guys, is that um, I think this is what's going to make Daniel Alfredson not coach next year, Right. That power play is operating, what, uh, an appropriate 11% <laughs> since he took over, I think. Alfie, Alfie, Alfie. Yeah, no, I think, I think it, it, and I think that's going to make him realize, you know what, like. You're not ready for this level. This, Yeah, the, this is not looking good on me, mm. right? So I could see a scenario where if they don't figure out a way to get that power, you know, power plays are cyclical, but. This has been kind of sick to look at. Yeah. Um, they they just haven't been able to get anything going with any consistency in any way, shape, or form. So that that's cost them a lot of games, and they've got to figure that out. That's Maybe awesome. one more question, Bruce. Yeah. Shane Pinto, now back in the lineup. What's your thoughts? Well, it's interesting because, you know, people, uh, my good friends on X, like to tell me how I said that Shane Pinto would need to spend a month in the minors when he first got, um, uh, what do you call it? Activated, uh, reinstated, and signed. Yeah. 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 So here's the deal. I figured when Shane Pinto came back, he'd be jumping onto a moving train, not, not, you know, not getting in the middle of a, a team going nowhere. And mm. that was. You know, that was my thinking at the time. Yep. Clearly, she, you know, and also in that period, management changed, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and I would not have been surprised if, it, you know, under the former general manager, if he, if he did have to spend some time in Belleville. But uh, obviously, you know, he came back. He came back in, in very good shape. He, he, you know, he was given advice by some players, to make sure he used this time to his advantage and was ready when he got back. And it's pretty clear he's ready when he got, he was ready when he got back. Um, he's looked better than I thought he would. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly he's a very good player and clearly he's someone they needed. So, you know, in some games he's been like the best player or second best yeah. player behind Greed. Yeah. I will never apologize for my opinion. No, I know. <laughs> because it's my opinion. Yep. You never know. You never know. You never know. Well, it was also stated at a very different point where things were happening. So yep. nothing wrong with it. It's just circumstances yep. have changed. Yep. So, you know, go pull up the old tapes. Doesn't matter. Yep. Awesome. Doesn't mean anything. Yep. Well, all right, Bruce. Well, thanks for your time talking about 10, 15 minutes.
Thank you again, Bruce, for joining and your input. You're still working on that chair, huh? I can't stand it. <laughs> like, I was listening back, and you can hear it on the, on the recording. Too. This, this is awful. Well, you know there's an easy way to stop that noise. Quit moving? Sit still. Impossible. But once you know about <laughs> the Don't noise. Don't get us more chairs. Holy crap. Uh, I'll just, I got a can of uh, three-in-one penetrating oil. We can fix that. Um, you consent for that. Speaking of which. Good. Where do you want to start in, in send stuff? There's a big, long list here. Where do there you want to start? Is, yeah, sad news that came out yesterday, I believe it was, that uh, yeah. Jason Spezza's brother, Matthew, who was our uh, practice goalie, was always around the team, too. He passed away fr- and from an overdose that they announced. Mm-hmm. So 37 years old, I think, which Yikes. is horrible. Played very briefly with the Ottawa 67s and I think the Olympique, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. He was either one with that famous tweet during the run, like country, country on, on our, our back or something like that. Country. Yeah, country, yeah. And country spelled C O N T E R Y. The contrary. Yeah. On our backs, A R E. How do you remember these things? Because oh, so we just kept bringing it forward over and over and over again. Up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, BA, BA select start. Sure. Same kind of thing. All right. It's a useless trivia portion of the male brain. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say I remember it, never mind trying to remember. Like, remember it even happening at the time, let alone be able to recall it. But that's just me. The Doom, the PC game Doom, the cheat code to get God mode. I think you type in... Uh, was it ID SPISPIPD? Something like that. And then hit enter. And it would give you God mode. Okay. This is Sally Fields one also, I think. Something like that. Yeah, I think so. There you go. Okay. The more you know. So RIP Matthew Spetson. Sorry about that. Jeez. Hey, you remember his contributions. Yep. <laughs> I'm just keeping quiet because I've been part of a thread where you come out try and make the most inappropriate comment every time somebody has announced that they've died and we had we didn't do a lot on matthew spezza but there were some other ones earlier in this week and i just remember one from this and i'm like i i'm not saying that i'm simply not hmm. i'll tell you later okay. they're funny they're just the really inappropriate yeah. uh next note that i had again this is a while ago so i don't necessarily know what i was talking about <laughs> um brady brady Okay. Okay. Anything in particular? He went like? to the All Star game. He. Oh, right. Um, I didn't watch it. I watched maybe two minutes of the All Star game. And that's mm-hmm. all I needed. Yeah. So he, um, obviously he struggled after the the the, the coaching change. He looks so freaking good now. Except it, for was it not the the well the Rangers game where where he got into the fight? Yeah. Not a problem with it. Him fighting didn't make Corpusalo let in four out of six. That was a game changer, not the fight. Well, the whole team was playing bad, not just Corpusalo. That second period was a disaster. Yeah, but then when your goalie's letting in four, you're just deflated. And I get that. It had nothing to do with the fight. He had a fight he didn't need to have. Well, he tends to do that. Don't elbow Tim Stutzla. That's what it was. Corpus Hollow, what do you do? Come on, Utah. Come on, Utah. <laughs> but you wanted him. We all I, wanted no, him. I was unsure of him. I wanted Cam Talbot. I wanted Matt Murray. This one is not my fault. No, no, you're three for three. 
We wanted Hellebuck, too. That well, we didn't get Connor Hellebuck. No, we, we sure didn't. And somehow oh, Winnipeg yeah, got know. him for longer. But, and look at him now. Well, he knows. Yeah. Um, well, they've managed to clean out a lot of the uh, <clears throat> issues in their locker room, it seems. Mm-hmm. So keeping Connor Hellebuck, he was probably like, oh, you got rid of those two jokers. Great. Yep. I'll stay. Yep. That's okay. They're doing fun in L.A., right? Oh, we'll get to that. Is Are both of them in L.A.? No, no just one of them is. Well, yeah. Cam Talbot went to the All-Star game. Yeah, the other one didn't. Uh, PLD didn't. No. No big no. surprise there. Um. So other no, in regards to that, we spoke about that with Ryan Reynolds being kind of brushed off and no send it to my friend because we don't want to grow the game or gain more money. The NHL is allergic to money. Yep. So... And we spoke about this, I think, in the last expansion. Might have been with even back to Vegas. I was like, okay, we got 32 teams, 16 teams in each division or conference, eight teams per division. So it matches up perfectly if you play the division teams. I think it was five times each or four times each, something like that, three times against the other division within your conference and then twice in the opposite conference but you have to go up to 84 games you got eight games in plus sometimes in the preseason cut some of that down yeah players complain about their escrow because they're always down about five percent adding two games would add five percent to the um to the season. so this season ottawa it's three games against Montreal and Boston. Only three? Yep. Instead of four. Okay. If not five. Why? Just because that's how they do the, the 82 game season. So the two games that we lose off of my thing is one less against Montreal and one less against Boston. I may be playing against Buffalo. Four. Hmm. So all the rest of the division is four. Okay. So yeah, that's what we're missing out on. And I know at least the so Boston, two big draws the, the, here. the two big draws, they make such a big deal about divisions. We have divisional playoffs now instead of the one versus eight, which truly advances or gives benefit to the top team versus the worst team in the playoffs. But this stuff happens. No, this happens. But then you, the other side of the coin, I presume, I do not know if you have to cut two games from the rest of the schedule. Then there will be teams who are losing the opportunity to have Connor McDavid in the building. Yep. Or losing. The Last op- year, Edmonton and Calgary played each other three times. Yeah. Battle of Ontario, uh, of Alberta, three times. Yeah. One game there versus a game or two somewhere else. I don't know. It's 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 allergic to money. I don't see it being that much of a difference in revenue shift. I really it's don't. Five percent. You got your TV. You got your tickets. You got your concessions. So a team, I, if I'm playing it, I'm going to make 5% more money playing a team in my own division or if you increase it to 84 games? If you increase it to 84 games. Got to change the CBA to do that. Uh, that one you can push through. You guys want less preseason for two more games? Yes. And get more of your revenue? And get less escrow? Sure. Or do you want a 5% raise through the board and then the same percentage of escrow? Yes. It's not in the CBA that it's an 82-game schedule? I'm sure it is, but you can you can amend. You also just gave them the Olympics, by the way. Yeah. Could have used that to your advantage. I'm sure there's a reason. Do I know what it is? Nope. I was guessing at it, but I'm sure there's a reason. Whatever. Yep. 
Next up, flip puck. Not a clue. I, <laughs> what is that? I have no idea what that is supposed to mean. It's not my little color. No, now I remember. <laughs> it's not my color. This is for poor listeners. We use a shared note, <laughs> so it shows you who edits. So, um, who knew that protecting in your own zone instead of having that? I can say it. You can, you can't. The Chinese fire drill in your own end. That all you have to do is just flip the puck out. Over the boards? What, nope, just flip it out into the neutral zone. Of course you can. Because they do that all the time now. They didn't before. That must be and a it Martin just, thing. It's a Martin thing. It just relieves the pressure. Flip yep. it out. If you don't have a play, do that. Don't yep. try and manufacture one. Yep. Don't launch it because then you're going to get an icing. But just flip it. Don't flip get it over the boards. It. Don't flip it over the boards, but it's nice and easy if you have a two, three seconds. To don't hit do the it. scoreboard. You can hit the scoreboard. Oh, no, you broke it. You'll have to replace it. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that would just cause a face-off back in your own end, would it not? That's fine, because you can still change the of racing. Just saying. <laughs> um, the next one is an interesting one. <laughs> is it, though? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it is. Okay. Because with we'll, that... We'll say it. It's... The question is, was DJ Smith the right coach? No. Next question. Because a lot of a lot of the things is like, well, you know, it's like when they started off, he was a right coach, but just now that it was supposed to be competitive, he wasn't. It's very different. You can never go back because a lot of these guys are showing like their offense abilities and their genuine, natural, raw, again, raw, unpolished hockey talent and skill. If you had a coach that would have reined that in earlier maybe a year earlier two years earlier three years earlier four years earlier five years earlier would they have been better prepared to be a competitive team yes i think so depending on who the coach is yeah or what their coaching style is i i can't say yes it's it, it would it's impossible to answer right but you'd have to get another coach it takes a rebuilding team and see how they progress over time quickly. And presume Luke that, Richardson might be the next example. And presume that that would have worked the same way here. Is it possible? Sure. Is it also possible that they wouldn't have worked out? Yep. Yep. Now you have to change coach, and that's one thing we'll go go into that too. Good. I went to the fireside chat with Steve Sayo, Dave Poulain, sir, leader. Um, Dave Poulain used Vegas as an example. Because they chew through coaches, right? Uh, big time. Well, yeah. just like players. Yeah. But just the core guys that are there for a couple of years, I think they saw five original guys because they lost one of them to Pittsburgh after the cup because they just couldn't afford him. And Barbara Shevitt's a better player. Um, so what, what, what he said at the fireside is, you know, Jerry Gallant, you learn from him. And then you take what you learned, you get the next coach, which I've forgotten who it is. Um, what's his name? Not Leviolette, but the other one. We're looking at that I don't really like. I don't know where he is. Vigno? No. No. Um, anyway, so then you replace him with another coach. So you're now layering what you've learned from Gallant, making minor adjustments, learning more from him. And now you get the new guy in, and you learn from him too. So... Because of the change, and you're looking at it, it's not just change, or it shouldn't just be change, but it should be an evolution. 
and with the same coach for half a decade for these guys, you weren't getting the change. You weren't getting evolution. Nobody was cheap. And that, yeah. And how many picks did we trade away when we should have been acquiring them in the rebuild years? But he was cheap. Yep. So management approved and ownership approved. Yep. It was all in Jason York's right about this. This was an ATM. Well, this wasn't a hockey team. It was an ATM. You think it would have been different with a real estate developer? Yep. There's tons of real estate developers in the league. You got a pharmacist in Edmonton. Look how well they're doing finally. 12 coaches later. <laughs> like maybe meet in the middle between the one and the 12. Right. So coaches shouldn't last more than two, three years. That, that seems to be what it is these days. I'm excited about this next topic. Go ahead. The Alexander Degg biography on Amazon Prime. What was it called? The Chosen One? The Chosen One. The Chosen One. Did you see this by chance? Yeah, I haven't watched no. it. Eh? No. It's actually short. It's only 50 minutes or 49 minutes, and it's all talking about the Alex Degg story. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, was your, what was your thoughts? One, I have a bunch well, of thoughts. One uh, side of it, yep. Uh, it pissed me off. <laughs> Yep. It was good. It was well done. It was well done. It's worth a watch. But it ticked me off as an Ottawa Senators fan because it reminded me of all the stupid crap that only Ottawa seems to and get. There's a lot of things that they didn't mention. So maybe I just need to jump into things because we all, yep, everybody kind of knows the story that, well, we drafted him first overall and it just seems like his heart wasn't in hockey. and Because it was. Because it was. That's the narrative. And but he the, says that he was and he loved hockey. I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. But he, they go through that. He liked hockey. He didn't like the business of hockey. He the, liked the lifestyle and the fame. Well, he liked it as a kid. It just when it sure. became a business, he wasn't. He didn't like it anymore. It's Correct. a lot because it's a lot of work. He didn't have the work ethic. And at the end, he ended up over in uh, Switzerland for uh, uh, HC Davos. And he liked that again because, again, you just go to the game, you play your game, you stay there. You can, Whereas the NHL, you're traveling all over the place. It didn't, that wasn't, he didn't seem like that. But anyway, it's a good documentary. But here's maybe, some. Maybe you don't call bomb threats when you're on the plane then. Say who? I forgot that You story. don't remember that? Nope. He was sitting next to, I think, one of the scouts or someone. Guy had his laptop, goes to the stewardess. Hey, he's got a bomb in that. Pre-9-11, but still. What do you think is going to happen? The whole thing's going to get delayed and police The whole thing come. gets delayed. He gets detained. <coughs> Didn't know that story. So you, you knew that story, Colonel? Nope. No? No. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I, I made a couple points that came out of this, which is just so Ottawa. So the year before, it was, it was established that the number one overall pick was going to be Alexander Degg. He was... Everybody wanted him, right? He was the star, and he was projected to be the first overall. So think like the Connor McDavid, that kind of scenario. And there was no draft lottery. It was if you finish last, you get the number one overall pick. So Ottawa and San Jose were the two, bottom two teams, and it was in the the, the media and every familiar. the papers are all about you know the 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 Dag Cup, Cup, right? And it just became this big thing, and he got all kinds of media attention. Like it would, it would, even now. We have what the lottery, we pay attention, we talk about tanking and all that kind of stuff, right? But this was true tank form. Now, apparently, Randy Sexton, the GM of Ottawa at the time, actually phoned San Jose because he, he, he said, We weren't trying to throw the games. Like they just sucked. We weren't trying to throw the games for this, even though 
you know, organization that would make chance. He phoned the GM for the San Jose Sharks and said, look, how about gentlemen's agreement between you? Whoever finishes second, the, second last. last gets the first overall pick. So that way, like, you know, we'll this be our gentlemen's agreement, so we're both trying, right? And uh, GM had, the San Jose GM had nothing to do with that, and Randy Sexton got a call from Batman, told her, shut up about that, and you do not talk about it, blah, blah, blah. Like, you just shut this down, and got in trouble for it. But the reason, folks, that we have an NHL lottery is because of Alexander Day. That was came in the following year. So there you go. Yeah. Well, Ottawa screwed it up for everybody. Well, that was, that's not the big screw up. The, the next draft, one. the draft lottery, and th- this did not touch on it really. I think Sir Leader might have mentioned it. Okay, if not Firestone or someone like, like that. The draft lottery isn't the impact. It was a lockout, and the rookie cap. No, well, that's the, my next point. Yeah. The, okay. So, what had happened the year before the draft? Before was the Eric Lindros fiasco, where Quebec Nordiques drafted him. He didn't even put on the jersey. You know, he held it. He wasn't going to play for them. So all that drama and what happened. Fast forward next summer, and they know Alexander Degg's going to get drafted by Ottawa. So what does Ottawa do? They're like, well, I don't want to have that friggin' Lindros scenario where they we draft him and he's not signed yet. So they sign him in advance, or whatever it is. They sign him right away, whatever they're legally allowed to. To like a five, four or five million dollar contract. It was yeah. the biggest contract ever given to a, 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 a rookie who's never played before. But they did that because they didn't want the Eric Lindros syndra- uh, thing to happen again. Mm-hmm. And they legitimately felt he was going to be the difference maker here. Like everything seemed like he would be. But that was unheard of at the time. And that made waves to the league. So you know what they did? Next year implemented rookie salary cap. Because what Ottawa did. Nobody liked it. So again, Ottawa being the trendsetters here for change and not necessarily in a positive light. And the other thing too is that this guy was a superstar and he got all the, he got so much media pressure now as to whose fault it is and whatever. But there is something to be said that this documentary put out. Comes with a role. When Sidney Crosby was drafted, in any new, any new one, they are much more groomed, sheltered, prepared now well in advance of the draft. They're not just kind of... Well, you thrown. know that they're going to be top, right? So from 15 years old, they've got... They, yeah, they're insulated way earlier now. Like you can think of Sidney Crosby lived with Mario Lemieux for the first few years. And it, there's all kinds of support mechanisms that did not exist back then. So here was this 18-year-old, now famous, they didn't even drop the puck well, yet, they, superstar, in an NHL game anyway. And... You know, they're going up to him and he's not necessarily media trained and, and, you know, before the draft and he makes this comment like, yeah, you know, do you think, you think you're going to uh, get number one overall? I said, well, nobody remembers number two. And like he, he got haunted by that for years and the, people are taking pictures of him in different careers as the one he dressed up. One of the pictures was that a female with a nurse. And, no, and he's he, just dressed as a, no, uh, yeah, as a, as, a, as a female nurse. And that was like a no-no in hockey culture. And it's just oh, like, yeah. Which is dumb in, in hindsight. Now, of course, he starts to use mental health as an excuse. It's like, listen, it was 1992. No one was going to therapist. No. No way. And if you did, people you, would freak. You would freak. be deemed crazy. Yes. And like, no, we got to get 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 away from him. That's just the way it was. It's mm-hmm. not, oh, the sense they give him didn't give him that. I talked to Bruce. Well, that's the way he the league actually had a therapist. No one's going to go to him. Yeah. No one's going to that in 1992. 
You talked about Davos. How old? How old do you think he was when he went to Davos? Yeah, twenty. He was only like twenty something. Thirty-one. Oh, in the end, was he really that old? Yeah. How long did he play? He he ended his career there. He started in two thousand six. He's born in seventy five. He had a break there. Well, there's also he went through two lockouts as well. That's true. One caused by him. <laughs> yeah, one kind of caused by him. not caused by him, caused by the league's reaction to what Ottawa did to prevent a problem with him that had already happened with another team. He didn't cause it, but yeah, you can say Eric caused it. He was a soft player, highly skilled, highly soft skilled soft player who didn't have the work ethic for NHL. Correct. And people are saying that the the, the team did him dirty. No. The team did everything to make him the star. Yep. They paid him more. They paid him again to the point where Yashin's like, I'm the best player. Why are you paying him more than me? I want to renegotiate my contract. Yeah. And that was another fiasco. So you blew it on two guys because of it. And he was one of the few French speakers. So all the, and this is during the dog days of Ottawa Centers hockey where they're losing 60 plus games. Right? But we were new. We were new. We were new. We were new. It was expected to be terrible. But what happens after a loss is you interview this guy in English because he's the star, and you interview him in French because he's the only one that could probably speak French on the team or one of the few. And he he didn't want to do that. Like he doesn't want to. He didn't want that kind of attention. Don't don't take the two. Well, they shouldn't. Well, no. The other side of that coin is why are you always putting out your star instead of your captain? Well, but they want to talk to. But yeah, Mark Lamb, tell me about the game. They're the captain. They're the captain. Yep. yep. Or Randy Cunnyworth. Later years, but yes. But still. like And Brady Bailey. So, so don't get me wrong. It's a good documentary. Like, Go watch it. It's worth to watch. Take it with a grain of salt. But it Bro. does me. It, it upset me because it's just like, man, being a fan of this team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just like, okay, I didn't feel that bad about it. Oh, I did. It's just <laughs> like, we, we just can't buy a break here. Tell us how you really feel. We're going to lose the lottery this year, aren't we? Uh, look, we deserve this friggin' pick. We said, we that, said before. that before, and what did we end up? Well, we ended up with Tim Stutzla. I, I think we may have actually won that year. And Pierre Dorian failing forward as always. Stutzla and Sanderson. And Sanderson, pretty good, pretty good. Remember us saying we well, trade somebody, those two for Lafreniere? Well, we didn't say. I, didn't I don't say. think I we thought said about it. it. I thought maybe that makes sense like before you, we knew. Eugene did. It, it kind of made sense that this no, guy was supposed to be what he was. Well, in a way, but I'm like, mm, not three and five. That's too much. Mm. Didn't we have That's another one at like 18? Uh, Ridley Gregg or at, I don't know where he was. 20s. 20s? I think 20s. Okay. I knew that we had a third one. I just couldn't remember what it was. What a draft year. <sighs> well, that was cathartic. 20, that was 28th? Really? No way. <sighs> Well, if I want to make you want to get, he was twenty eighth. There you go. Hmm. Wow. How do you like him now? Oh, I love that kid. <laughs> yeah, he is so fun. He's pesky. To watch. That was my little Toby He's Keith reference right there. Friggin' Chihuahua. He's a Chihuahua. Doesn't know that he's actually small. Oh. Bark 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 bark. <laughs> That's really great, and it's awesome. Love that kid. In other news. Apparently, we're at that point of the season, of a sucky season, where now if you can buy one, get one free, Senator's tickets, or if you're a season ticket holder, you can buy additional tickets for 50% off. Because, you know, I already have my seats, so I might as well buy some more. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I've been taking advantage. Where do you have a coat seat? <laughs> I want to. Hundred and twenty-five dollar coat seat. <laughs> you have three. I, I have two. No, he well, has two. I have two, I'm but not it, part of but any if, of that. If someone doesn't come to my the game with me or whatever, it's like basically a hundred twenty-five dollar <laughs> coat seat. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> At least you get another fifteen dollar voucher. Yes, <laughs> got a guess. Yeah, there you go. You get. Yeah, that's not really a good value, Ooh. but all right, I'll give you that. Um, I don't know anything about the rest of these points, so you can you. Can okay, well, Oscar them. Peterson, who was one of our European draftees, uh, left his European team. Now he's joined the AHL. Yep, it's in Belleville. Yep, so that's good, I guess. At least you have them out. Uh, okay, there's your sale. And then Chartier, Rook Chartier, was placed on waivers. Before the All-Star break, yeah. Or just yep. at the beginning of it. Yep. Because I guess we needed to clear cap space for some. We needed clear cap space because you have to have two goalies on your roster. And they wanted Sogard to play. So they brought up Mandelisi, I believe. Yeah. So they wanted Sogard to go down, but they had to bring somebody else up, and they needed the cap space to do that. But that's right, Owners. Like, does Mandelisi make more than Sogard? No. So, anyways, he wait or he cleared, which isn't really a surprise. He got four points. Good little player. He might make five teams on this league. Talk to your GM if Chartier's right for you. He's good. He's good. You fit in on the team when it's bad. You got you. You, you gotta set your targets higher than Rick Chartier and Mark like Parker Kelly's been phenomenally surprising. After the beginning of this season, that's yeah, good to hear. Yeah, he's looked real good. He's that's, helping out offensively. That's good to he hear. He doesn't fight, which I'm kind of surprised at, but is what it is. So with that, in the last 10 games, Sens are 6-2-2 two, and two, with Pinto 4-1. Mm-hmm. We're going to play ourselves right out of the top 10, aren't we? Picks. Mm. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Don't know. Yep. So that's the Sens stuff. Around the league. Lots going on. If you haven't heard, um, there's this criminal case in London. Oh. So all of the players involved all took a leave of absence. Dylan Dubay tricked everyone, saying that he was going on a, on a stress leave for mental health reasons. Anyways, Carter Hart, Dylan Dubay, Cal Foot, Michael McLeod. Um, all extended leaves, of course, Alex Formanton. Who was in Switzerland? Switzerland. I uh, took a leave from his team. All of them have now. I think all of them have now surrendered to the police. They've been charged. And yeah, that's right. And they've been charged. Yeah, they surrendered to the police like a week ago, but they have now actually been charged. So yeah, I'm really wondering if Formington was actually under NHL investigation because some of these other guys are allowed to sign contracts. Mm. What's interesting too is what, there was no. Well, the other guys have been allowed to sign contracts. Two of them yeah. allowed to sign contracts. Yeah, Formanton was offered a contract from Ottawa. Uh, Before all of this came out. His qualifying offers, offer came out, and then this really hit the news. It was the same year that Carter Hart signed his. Yep. And it was the same year that uh, Dylan Dubé signed his. Yep, and two of them signed They signed summer. in 2021, and the other two signed in 2022. Yep, and one signed this summer. So, or got an extension this yeah. summer. So, so it was. Did right. Ottawa know something? Did Ottawa do the right thing when the other teams didn't? Oh my God. Maybe. 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 
Should they have cut ties and traded him away? Does anybody, like what? What's the what worst case you, scenario? If you know that, you gonna, would I anybody be interested would, in his I rights? No. At that point, early on, I think so. I think so. If they signed all these other guys again, you didn't hmm. have to sign them, right? No. Some teams have no ethics, and Ottawa did. Yep. Edmonton, but hey, they're winning now. Well, I mean, we don't know. We don't. We don't. We don't know, know what's going on. We in don't those know. I, think, and... I don't know if a lot of the teams actually knew who was truly involved. Because there was a big thing about all these players that came out and said statements. Right. And it's like, okay, well, here are the guys that haven't said anything yet. Matherson being one of them. Yeah, a couple of these guys made statements saying that they weren't uh, guilty of anything. And you took it as a truth. Right. Convenient. Yep. Certainly. But there were two of them who were signed in this past offseason when this was all fairly well known. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they were signed. The anyway. league may not have told them who it was. But at least these teams get cap um, relief. Well, I'm... Only Carter Hart's a one of value, of significance. Thank yeah. you. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. It's the Slava Voinov situation. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, it is. It's here, the well, same they, thing. They did suspend him. Suspend, after. you get cap relief because it, he's suspended. Here's the thing that I... Now but maybe, these players aren't suspended. And, and no, that's where I'm no, going. They're for. not suspended now because you're not guilty of anything. That you Neither was I don't. He had been arrested. He wasn't convicted of anything. I'm calling BS on Gary Bettman on this stuff because he came out and he said, well, we need to wait for the legal process to go through before we can issue a suspension. Yeah, right. Who was the guy that got at the border? You want to get and sued? Const- con- oh, yeah. Um, the guy from LA or whatever. And they cancel. Well, no, he got. They, they've he, terminated contracts right on the spot when they don't want someone anymore. What happened with Corey Perry? Gone. Yeah, like, we'll see about that one because well, I don't know if he's going to appeal it or not. Like, if you want to stop a contract, you've clearly demonstrated that you have the ability to. If you don't feel there, it's difficult going. to do it based in regards to something that happened previous to that contract. You didn't do it. They didn't do this while they were under their current contract, even if they were even signed at that time. Well, then they should say that because it, they Gary did. Bettman is just sort of saying, no, well, he did. we go to... He did. Okay. It's like, th- these are things that happened before they were in the NHL. What do you want me to do about it? And you can't suspend them without pay because then you're going to get sued by the players for at least a lost remainder of that contract. Let alone saying, you suspended me, you've tarnished my image. Yeah. And this is what I was projected to make moving forward. So now it's, we're paying you out and you're a bad character and distraction to the team, so we're just not going to sign you. All of them are, are, are RFAs this summer. Hmm. Except Carter Hart. Oh, does he still have time? I believe so. I'm going to look that up real quick. I believe he still has time on his contract. Time served? <laughs> oh, lordy. So yeah, so what's the lesson out of all of this for the young hockey players out there? Don't, don't do don't, this. Don't break the law. Don't get caught. No. Jeez. How about don't break the law? Does, that would work. No, he is an RFA this year. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay, I stand corrected. Hmm. Guarantee you their lesson is don't get caught. It's it's not that. It seems to be it's that's what they're that. trained for. It's don't record things that will incriminate you. Nope, that's not it either. It's um, um, don't get eight of your friends. No. No, no, that's not it. 
is it that women have rights and matter and their consent is a thing? That would be an important yeah. lesson. Yeah. That can't be it. Yeah, just don't break the law. We'll go with that. Is that your impression of uh, a Skinner? Like, is it me? Am I the problem? No, it's the kids. Hulk Hogan don't get caught. Our no. favorite, our favorite Montreal Canadian had a little incident a couple of weeks ago. Our favorite Montreal Canadian, Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Kids are watching. <laughs> <laughs> he got a five game suspension, and he didn't even have an in person hearing. Nope. That's on the phone. Pretty swift. Yep. Because I thought if it was going to be three yeah. or more, you're at least offered one. I think it's over five. Oh, is it over five? I think it's over five. Yeah. I thought it was less than that. Well, yeah, that was a pretty dirty hit. <laughs> pretty dirty? Yeah. Even for him, like that it was, was bad. It, it's, a, it's a misplay, but then you don't... Because I think your your reaction is, oh, I just missed him, so I'm just going to try to make contact. Oh, I'm just going to chicken wing up my elbow into his head. Yeah, that's... Uh, that was... Yeah, the only reason that wasn't a forearm <laughs> shiver was it was fur, further out at his elbow. Great player, but kids are watching. Did you, Did you see the one the other night with the Winnipeg player getting yeah, the Pittsburgh Penguin? <laughs> oh, that looked bad. Yep. Oh, his helmet spiraled off of his head. Brendan oh. Dillon. Brendan Dillon? Is that who it was? Yep. Didn't see it. Yeah. Don't know. Sorry. It's, it's, it's worth Pretty worth a watch. Yeah. Well, another pass. bad one. Well passed. So. I think he's still in this. Patrick Line is out in player assistance now. Oh, yes. And Kuznetsov is as well. Again. I thought he was in there this season already. I'm not sure. He was last year. Last two year? years ago. He's out in issues. Um, say no to drugs, you guys. Jeez. And so here's another interesting potential name. LA fired Todd McClellan. Uh, from their head coach. They ended up hiring DJ Smith. <laughs> Good on DJ Smith as an assistant. Good on DJ Smith because that team sounds like they're a tire fire right now. Yeah, they've had a massive losing. PLD. Yeah. Yep. Like the opposite run that Edmonton has had. Yes. Almost almost mirror image. Yeah. Edmonton lost yesterday. They haven't lost since, I think, December 21st. And they lost to Vegas. Yeah. In a tight game. Yeah. After the All-Star break. First game back. Uh, um, but yeah, LA yeah. is in a tailspin of... They're still in the playoffs, massive. I think. Yes, barely. But, but yeah, you got to turn it around. Somewhere. They've been going down, spiraling down very quickly. So we're going to watch a oh, DJ Smith coach game. Oh, I didn't put it together. Well, at least now I want to go. And <laughs> what's the connection between DJ Smith and the interim head coach in LA? Mike Babcock. Oh, really? is it? They were both in Toronto under Babcock, yeah. At the same time? Yes. Okay. That's how they know Let's, each other. If you got a team that's a tire fire, send in the clowns. Like, it's <laughs> 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 But I'm sure he's got the right positive energy that that team probably needs. Or at least some of it. Yeah. And he gets reunited with Cam Talbot. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Just, everything goes back to the sense. <laughs> How does this impact the sense? This is like the six degrees from Kevin Bacon or whatever. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Six degrees from the Ottawa sense. Yep. Montreal traded Sean Monaghan to Winnipeg. That was big. Yep. 
That's a big trade because it means that Montreal now gets a first. A, the conditional got a first to get him out of Calgary. Yeah, the conditional first round pick to get him from Calgary is so convoluted. I've read it three times and I still don't understand it. No, no, somehow end up with Florida's pick. I think. Yeah, they're going to end up with some first round pick from somebody at some point eventually. So they paid seventy two million. Must be nice to get first round picks for things. They paid seventy two million dollars. They they're going to end up with two. Seven point two. Not seventy two. Sorry, seven point two. Yeah. Thank you. Worth every penny. Absolutely. 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 Good player. Former Ottawa 67. Ugh. He's had a good resurgence. Yeah. And going to Winnipeg is like they're going to be a good team. They already are. Yeah, they already are. Do, 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 they already do, are do, like do, Vancouver. Newsflash. Like, they already are. <laughs> the one name, I don't know if we talked about this on the show. Because I'm always looking for right-hand defensemen now. I, I, I don't want um, Tanev. No, I don't. He's want Tanev. 34 years old. I don't want Tanev. A three-year-old, a three-year contract to a 34-year-old right-hand defenseman. Yep. No. Do you remember? No. I all the success no. we had, Pierre Dorian getting the vets. The, exactly. The <laughs> there was no success. When we used, to, we would, we we need more veteran presence on the team, and they would get these weird vets. Oh, yeah. Stepping, yeah, like that, or good Branson, yeah, bad Branson. Oh, nice, nice. So, one name that does interest me though, and he's an upcoming free agent as well. Um, where is Monahan? Is he just one year? Yeah, because mm-hmm. Winnipeg's absolutely going for it now, and they may not have the room to keep everyone. It's also nice to have someone who might be. Um, accustomed to the team and some of the players. Oh, I know where you're going. Dylan DeMello. Yeah. Yep. He's currently getting, he is 30 years old now, so four years younger than Tanev. Looked freaking good with Shabbat. No one else has played very well with Shabbat that we've had. I said that four years ago. And Are you still saying it? Yes. Different management. He's making three million now. Unless he's winning a cup, I don't think he's getting much of a raise. Perfect. And then I don't think you need... Uh, what's his name? Eric Branson makes $2 million. Your seventh defenseman will be Hamannick. Don't you dare buy him out. because Just leave him as your seventh. Or retire and hire him as a coach, maybe in Belleville, and pay him a million dollars. Send him down. You can't send him down. He's got a no move. He's got a no move. Okay. But we a million dollars for your seventh defenseman that can play 15, 20 games. Sure. For a million bucks, great. Better than burning Clevin. Right. And even in that, Clevin will probably be up taking brands from the spot. Clevin's a left shot. Shabbat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, then we don't need him. Right? <laughs> we have way too many of those. We've, well, and he hasn't been that great. So if he clears or doesn't need waivers, that's even better because you have an, an eighth in, in, in the minors. Shabbat, DeMello, Sanderson, Zub, Chikrin, who cares? JBD. You don't need to trade Chikrin. JBD is 900,000. Hamannix, a million. DeMello, four. Uh, Zub, four. Perfect. Perfect. We'll see. Yep. I wouldn't mind doing DeMello back because he was fine when he was here. He was very, very good. It was fine. Like, like it was a bad team and they played really well together. Yeah. 
and I was disappointed when he left. Yep. So, yeah, I would have no problem bringing him back. Two quick things. Yep. Uh, you mentioned it earlier that the NHL and the IIHF have agreed yes. to have pros in the Olympics for 2026 and 2030. Excellent. Has it been too long? Yes. Was there re- re- reasons to not send them? Absolutely. Because where were the last two Winter Olympics? China. China. During the pandemic. Uh-huh. So, yeah, no way am I sending millionaires from to China when you're having political problems with the other countries. Because remember what happened to the captain of the Finnish hockey team? No. You have COVID. You're, co- you're oh, um, quarantined. quarantined. Right. He was there for a month. What happens when you have millionaires? Yeah. You're going to hold them a hostage. Yep. South Korea. Is that where the next Winter Olympics No, is? that was where it was oh. going. Yeah, no way. Not with North Korea heating up. No mm. way. No way, no how. It's not only about hockey, guys. It's the Olympics, so it's political. Um, but there was very valid reasons. It wasn't about the Gary Batman being mean or wanting money or not wanting to give things for free. Whatever it was, yep. made sense. The Olympics need to stop picking these places because Russia's been chosen. South Korea, well, South Korea is fine. China's you can challenge in regards to its authoritarian thing. There have so, been uh, there have been Olympics which didn't have competing bids. They were going these places because they have they said I'll do it. <laughs> I think a lot. Remember of Rio? Remember how much fun Rio was with stadiums that weren't even finished. That was a World Cup, but whatever. It's been nice to have stadiums actually under construction. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey Have you seen how bad they are? No. No, thank you. Um, and one quick fun little note just before we get to what grinds our gears. Um, I was up the line over Christmas, and um, one of my significant other's nephews took me aside and said, um, I was listening to my brother's uh, Spotify playlist. I just got it from and I was playing it and this podcast came on and I was listening to it and I was like, God, that really sounds like you. And the more I listened, I was like, it really sounds like you. Was it you? It was. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing on the podcast? I'm like, I've never told you about that before. <laughs> yeah, we're on season 12. Yeah. Well, he didn't know that I did it. His brother yeah. knew that I do it. That's why, so he, 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 that's why ah. it was in the Spotify playlist. He's like, Holy crap, you guys sound really good. I'm like, thank you. We do. Yeah. We're not particularly polished. This episode is an yeah. example, but from time to time, we're all right. Yeah. We manage. Yeah. Okay. That's what happens is one girl at work, because she's just, a, it's like, yeah, because she, she'll play podcasts and then fall asleep. And she's like, yeah, it's like, I just woke up one night and I could hear your voice in my room. I'm like, don't, don't, don't. Don't say that out loud at work. Don't. <laughs> don't, don't. Anyways, hi, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? Do you want to start off with the, uh, the sure. uh, email user submission on this one? This is much better than white. Oh, I don't have it ready. I do. It's, it's, it's not an audio. It's just a read one thing. Okay, go. And this is from CB Inc. Hey, you know what really grinds my gears? People who feel that they have to say Happy New Year the first time they see you in the new year. What if it's June? <laughs> do we have to keep saying that? Some people do. They're just weirdos. So let's just keep it for the we- first week. And then let's move on. So I'm okay. in that weird part right now. Yeah. Anyway, Happy New Year. Yeah. Thanks, CB. I'm, I'm in that weird part right now where, because it's like, yes, I'm still seeing people from the start of the year, but also the 13th is Chinese New Year's. 
So people are like, oh, Happy New Year. I'm like, you too? Sure. I should say, like, like, are you telling me that because it's Chinese New Year? <laughs> I and say, then I don't say it back to you because you're not Chinese? <laughs> I usually kind of say like, hey, happy first time talking 2024. And go on like a, like. Just like I haven't talked to you in the new year. Yet. I, just, I, like to I don't give a crap. Hey, let's and, get to it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really I don't give a time. Yeah, I don't give a crap about New Year's, so I just like yeah. Gonna, let's move on. Don't care. What grinds your gears? Oh, I'll go first. Okay. So mentioned that uh, wife and I went to Punakana. We got back last week. Now Pan knows this because we've done this before. We traveled together. I have a little AirPod, Apple AirPod, in my luggage. He's already laughing. <laughs> And I just stick it in a pocket within the luggage. And the idea is, they're not, they're not great. They're not GPS. It's all like Bluetooth distance to another iPhone, basically. So you do... But that's got to be for battery power and stuff. And yeah, it, it, it is what it is. It lasts a year. But you, know, you can sometimes get some visibility as to whether your bag is like, oh, where is it? Oh, is it on the plane with me before we take it off? Great. Uh, I do find a lot of airports now, you just don't get a signal, so it doesn't update for hours. But anyway, at least when you land the destination, you might see, oh, a ping nearby. Okay, good. My bag made it, that kind of thing. Sometimes you don't even get the answer. But anyway, I had one in my bag. I forgot to put one in my wife's bag. And in the morning, we're leaving early to go to the airport. I go grab another one. I just drop it in her bag, you know, zip, zip, drop it in there. So we both have one. Fast forward to us landing in Punakana, and I go and look, and mine, boom, ping, it's it's with me. Perfect. Hers, still reporting back in Ottawa. Like, oh, no, the bag didn't make it. And just going through all that mental anguish of like, oh, gosh, what was in there? We're going to have to go buy. I told you I don't like flying and traveling. (laughs) You know, I never got that. (laughs) But (laughs) just all that stuff like, oh, what are we going to do? And this this is Sunwing. Did you tell her yet? Yeah. This this is Sunwing. And like, you know, the next plane that comes here is going to be for three days. So it's like even if they send the bag, it's going to be like three days later. And we have to come back to the airport. Like going through all that kind of stuff, I'm going to buy a bulb. You know, you're earning a your credit card insurance can cover some of that. Cost. But you gotta you, you gotta deal with insurance. stuff, right? So you love your credit card insurance. I'm in that frame of mind, and I go to the belt where the bags come off. Sure enough, the belt's already stopped. Mine's there. Hers isn't, right? So, uh, you know, so I'm going over to the, see the Sunwing person and, you know, foreign airport, the things, you know, a little different and multitask people, right? And, and they've got some language barriers too sometimes. And and I'm like, look, my bag never hit. Well, you have to wait for it, sir. Wait until it's done. It's done. It's not there. And I'm like, look. And I'm showing her a phone. It's like, well, walk with me. And they like, oh, sometimes those things are accurate. So I, I understand. But look, this is like 10 minutes ago. It's like 3,000 kilometers away. It's just not here. And then I hear uh, my wife say, oh, there it is. And her bag did make it. So what happened? Someone couponed the... Uh... What happened was her bag got because randomly in... inspected by CTCSB. A... They probably opened the luggage upside down. Probably a few things fell out. Or they, as they were taking stuff out to search through her luggage, fine, whatever. There's nothing to hide there. The air tag fell out or didn't get put back in. And it's on the floor of the Ottawa airport. So is all it, of that for me there? to be stress free, I just create a whole bunch of stress for myself. Isn't technology wonderful? Isn't technology <laughs> wonderful? So that kind of grinds my gears. Where's the AirPod now? Is it in the carp dump? 
I don't know. I reported it lost, which means no one else can pair with it, but it's just gone. Like somebody took okay. it probably. I, or I would have just kept it just to see where it is. Yeah. And that seems to be a problem now too with all the, the stolen cars. Because people are just like, well, because I've got one in my car too. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you where it is. Um, you can hear them if you're yeah, listening. Well, it's in North Yard. Um, only if you ping it though. No, after a while, it's it's the anti-creep function. If if, I, oh, if you okay. if, if someone who's sure. if you haven't now been if you're it, stealing my car, you're not going to hang out there. No, um, but because all these cars are getting stolen, so people have air tags in their cars, and they go to the police, and it's like my car's in Montreal at the docking station, and the cops are like, Smack! yeah. <laughs> They can't go in. Yeah, I know. They can't go it's like in. You got it's it's, it's port. Things. It's the it's the, the it's a port authority. Yeah, so basically, yeah. they can't go in. It's yeah, sitting in a container yeah. in the port of Montreal, but they can't go in. Yeah. Yep. They now got, they got to change the rules on that. They do, but also people with uh, SUVs and pickup trucks that have a high propensity to be stolen don't leave it on your driveway. Well, what if you don't depends. have a garage? Not everyone has a garage. Then don't buy one of those. <laughs> take yeah, it's your bike. fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, you pays your money, you takes your chances. Uh, blame the victims. Uh, you know what else grinds my gear separate? If, but it's if you related? don't take any risk management, uh, yeah, I do actually. I always park in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> now, none of my neighbors can fit their stuff in the garage. But... Or just buy a car that people don't want to steal. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> that too. The other thing that grinds Tesla. my gear <laughs> on the return trip. Landing back in the Ottawa airport. Yeah. Love that airport. Oh, but man, yes. every friggin' time. First off, you have to wait 20 minutes for the gate staff to come and let you into the uh, the gate because, you know, they're on break or something. And this one's going to take 15 minutes while we wait before we can actually pull up to the gate. Right? I've never had this problem. Oh, all the time lately at Ottawa airport. And then the other one, we get in there waiting for our bag. One hour. The industry standard is the whole minutes. customs is all. Everybody's done. We're all waiting for our bags. One hour, wow! Before the bags, and when that little like eh, eh, siren goes <laughs> off, all of a sudden everyone's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> Did you leave happy then? Yes. No. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Monkey paw. <laughs> We've managed to take you from angry to happy. There you go. It's one of the stages. Like, Traveling with Canuck is a show. It's a show. Say, it's an event, no less. It's not usually like that, though, is it? It's, you're so no, you're not. But you, like, you're so. Hey, listen, we can talk about the one Uber in Disney World. What was? It? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I gotta wait fifteen minutes. Like, it's fine. You're screwing up all my plans. It's like, how minute to minute is this? Yes. Get a taxi. It is. They're right there. No, they weren't. No, they not, weren't. Not in that area. And he was so oh. mad. Okay. Like, they keep canceling now. I can't find 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It was quite a long time. Yeah. That's like, it's okay. Just order and walk around. And it's fine. Um, what grinds your gears? Let's get out of here. So, you know how life? downtown is dead? And people keep saying it's, like, it's dead, like we got to do stuff and, and all of this. So on Sunday night, I was getting together with a group of friends. Went to level one on Elgin. It's the old, oh, it's the old Mingle Woods. Okay. So the, the stone building. Yeah. Level one is a board game bar. Oh. Great place. So I parked right near the, um, right by the radio station. In one of the outdoor lots. Okay, so that's that's not Elgin Street. 
That's the market. Oh no, it's no, it's yeah. You're right. Claire, you think of McLaren's? It, no, no, it's not McLaren's. <sighs> the listeners are gonna get so mad at this episode. You're down in the market if you're near the radio stations. Level one, get, it's on Waller. Yeah, it's on Waller. It's in. It's sort of tucked in almost into the back end of the Rito Center. Great place. Yes. So like, okay, I'll just park near the radio station. I know how to get there. It's Alfie's so Pub used to be under it's, in the it's basement a block. of block. Yes, that's exactly ago. it. Yep. So, um, yeah. So it's just it's like a block away, easy. All that Sunday night shouldn't be a problem. Don't need to park on the road. Great. Twenty bucks. Thirty-four. Oh. Thirty-four dollars <laughs> for an uncovered lot right by the courtyard Marriott. Oh, that's their lot. No, not their lot. The one next to it. Oh, okay. It's a Indigo or whatever it is. So you don't want to park on the street. Thirty-four dollars. You don't even know what the. No, I can't. Oh, so. But normally, like, I'm pretty sure I could go, and I was out of time, so I didn't have a choice. I didn't know what the price was going in either. Thirty-four dollars. Like, why is it dead? Well, you're not helping. I gotta make my money somehow. God, it's, well, it's it's basically think what of it. Do you as, think you are Oseg? No, it's surge pricing. It's just like uh, there was no one there. That's the. It's a reverse surge. There's nobody there, so it's more expensive when my lot is mostly empty. If there's lots of cars, I'll charge less. Think of it as the reverse Uber. Uh, it Jeez. just it's doesn't it, really. Sure, it does. I gotta make my money. It's my lot. You don't want to pay the money? Don't park there. Just like surge pricing on Uber. Oh, look, it's really expensive. So let's, it's really busy. Let's charge more yeah. because it's yeah, really busy. Supply and demand base. Well, this is inverse supply and demand. I got to make my money because nobody's here. Somebody failed economics. <laughs> Clearly they didn't. They made money off of it. And they got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what grinds my gears. <laughs> uh, what grinds my gears is snow. The end. The lack of? Yeah. yeah. The end. What greases my gears is the lack of snow. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Nope. It was like seven degrees. It's going to be warm Excellent. again. Warm again this weekend, which Fantastic. means uh, I think we're getting snow after though. Not enough. Okay. We forgot to talk about when we're going to be back, so it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Well, well we can't talk about it now because sands can't talk about it now. So we'll be back when we're back. Anything else you want to talk about? Okay, week ahead, games coming up. I guess Battle of Ontario on this Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Haha. Uh, when are you going, Canuck? Uh, the family day week, twenty second, I think, or no, nineteenth. Same week. Bye bye. Same week. Okay, so maybe we can get together on Valentine's. Nice. Well, it's a p- completely meaningless day anyway. <laughs> Manufactured my, by you're my Hallmark. favorite. I worked in okay, love day. It's not love day. It's a manufactured guilt day. And I say that as somebody who worked in a very, very upscale chocolate and giftware store about 25 years ago. And back when you couldn't get chocolate everywhere because, you know, it wasn't on demand everywhere all the time. And Valentine's Day was the busiest day of the year. The 14th of the actual day was the busiest day of the year. Leading up to it, it was busy. But the 14th was the busiest day of the year. There was a lineup in front of our door half an hour before we even opened. And 95% of the people who came through that door men. were men. Yep. And they were doing it out of guilt. Yeah. Because they had got the look across the table that morning. Uh, it's Valentine's Day. Anything? Anything? Hmm? So they're going. Oh, it's coming, from- honey. <laughs> so they had to make sure they got home with something. That's not doing it for somebody. For the right reasons, that's doing it out of guilt. Yeah. 
Which is why I have always said I don't do Valentine's Day. Because I've got 364 other days, 365 in a leap year. I've got 364 other days of the year to express my affection. And I do. I don't need a day for that. Rant off. Luckily, knowing your partner, you're with the right person. (laughs) Yeah. I am extraordinarily lucky. Well, she knows. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure she's exactly the same on Exactly the same way. She agrees completely. Also, to the listener, she also has a radio voice. It's incredible. Does she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She also has a snowmobile. (laughs) Does she like to fish? Yes, she's the one who taught me to fish, actually. Also, not Kathy Cardinal. (laughs) I, my, I was to work do you not recall that I referred to her for years as my fishing partner? Still do. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah she, she, she taught me to fish. She owns completing a, the joke, and she she owns a snowmobile and a four wheeler. Okay, so Why yeah, so leaf game. So, so hopefully we win that one. Who knows when we'll be back? Then we've got a bunch of winnable games. Yeah, we do actually. Tuesday, Columbus. Yeah, bottom feeders. Spider Man pointing at each other. <laughs> um, Thursday, Anaheim's here. God, I got to go to the rink three times. San Jose? Then we go to Chicago. Chicago. I don't know. I don't think uh, Bernard's back yet. And then get our faces pounded in, in uh, Florida. Tampa, Florida, back to back. Then Dallas, then Vegas. Yikes. Yikes. We should be back before then. I hope so. We'll see. Never know. Could be back next week. We just don't know yet. We haven't compared our schedules yet, so we don't know. Yep. So... We're, well, goodbye. <laughs> we're done. We're done. Sorry, this we are. Long. This is a long one, but we had a lot. We had a lot. I had a lot to talk about. And to oh, us, throwing Bruce first. We're also just ragged out. It's been a very busy beginning of the week. So if we're a little low energy tonight, we apologize. It's just been one of those weeks so far. So on behalf of Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Good night. Good night. Where-